What's going on? It's your boy, Mike Maul. This is the Maul It Over Podcast. Today, today, today. What's up? I'm back. It's been a minute. Man, I missed y'all, man. I got so much to say. Not really. But I do want to talk about some things that's really affecting us. Like, you know what I'm saying? You have things as in self-doubt. You have uh, unwillingness to invest in yourself. Unwilling to bet on yourself. Like, you know, we need to become better at betting on ourselves. We, like, put our faith in things that we can do. I mean, it's stuff that we can do, like stuff you have been called to do that you're really scared to do because you're afraid You're afraid of betting on yourself. Like, it's not really as hard as you think it is. It can be challenging at times, yes. You also have to remember who is a better candidate to do some of these things but you. Now, it's like, if you're not a barber, don't try to cut hair. Like, let's just not do that. Granted, with proper practice, you could become a pretty decent barber. I'm not saying you couldn't, but if it's not your calling, your heart won't be in it. So it's going to feel like torture after a while. Like, after that honeymoon period passes, it becomes work and work is no fun we know you know uh old proverb or whatever you want to call it they used to say uh if you do what you love you'll never work or you never work a day or something like that at any rate if you do what you love man it's fun to you until it's not let's talk about that for a brief 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 moment for a brief moment so look when you're doing a hobby who was that Oh, that was just the OG coming in. He was he was trying to check some things. That was the pimp voice. Yeah, slick back. But anyway, my wife always thinking overly Christian. It was the devil. <laughs> that sounded like a devil's voice. I'm gonna pray for you in your sleep. No. <laughs> but look, let's talk about this real quick. You know, made me forget what I was about to talk about. Golly, you see what I'm going through, y'all? I really forgot what I was about to talk about. Run it back. I know I'm talking about um, the whole subject today. The subject matter of today's episode is investing in yourself, but self-doubt is a, is a subcategory. You were talking about why it becomes like no But let me tell you about your hobbies. Yes, thank you, dear. You're I wanted to talk about when your hobby becomes your main mode of work. Sometimes it loses its zeal. It becomes no fun. And when it becomes no fun, because it's no longer a hobby, now it's a job, that's when trouble can set in. That's when the headaches can start. Then you get to find out if it was really, really your hobby, or was it something you thought was your hobby? Because when you don't love to do it no more, it it, it wasn't really your hobby. I mean, it's like basketball players, you know? They love playing basketball. That's their favorite thing. It's their hobby. They love to do it. Matter of fact, let me use myself. I love playing basketball. I remember in high school, I made the basketball team. Oh, I was excited. Couldn't tell me nothing. I had. I walked with a different swag, the whole thing. First couple weeks of practice, piece of cake. We about, nah, let's say, four or five games in. Boom, to doom to doom Next thing you know, we about 12 games in. 
practice, 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 practice. Practice lasted like five hours. I swear it lasted. And on Saturday mornings, it lasted at least four and a half hours. At least. And it was like, oh, man. And I didn't make the team because I was some prolific scorer or nothing. So I could never let up on why I made the team because that's the only thing they was looking for out of me. I was like the Della Dova of the team. You know what I'm saying? They just looked at me to scrap for the ball and hustle. That's all they wanted me to do. Scrap for the ball, hustle, get rebounds. And that's what I did. I was never a prolific scorer or anything like that. My defense was all right. I did lead the league, lead the team, rather, in fouls drawn and charges. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, so I'm playing basketball. And I thought I loved basketball. But about week 15... I couldn't stand basketball. I didn't want to touch a basketball. I didn't want to see a basketball. I didn't want to be near a basketball. I said, man, if I don't touch a basketball for the rest of the summer, it's too soon. I mean, that's how much I actually hated basketball at the time. Now, granted, a week later, I was like, man, I want to play basketball. But at the time, I really hated it. And it was like, oh, my God, this is terrible. So I knew then that basketball wasn't my favorite thing. My favorite thing was football. But I also would say, because of my size, people always want me to play football. So I would never, like, say I loved football. I always be like, I like football, but basketball is my favorite sport. Football, I can play all year round. I love football. I love everything about it. Basketball, I can play for three months, you know, a couple months. It's not my favorite thing. I like the uh, physicality of it, but it's not my favorite thing. So the minute when I stopped making it like priority to be my favorite thing, it it kind of took away the joy of it. And then it became a task. It was like, oh, no, not basketball practice again. Oh, no, not another 500 shots. Oh, no, not another layup drill. Oh, no, not another mic and drill. Oh, no. And it just became a whole headache. And that's what I'm saying with work. When you go out and you're doing a job, say you make earrings. If you love making earrings, you're going to make earrings no matter what, right? But when it becomes your sole job, when you're relying on these earrings to make you all your money, when you're relying on these earrings to do everything that your old job or old practices used to do for you, then it can no longer be just your hobby. Now it has become your job. And the minute you decide that you don't love making those earrings again, it is now a task. In order to keep it not a task, you and your earrings must have a relationship. The relationship must be that you enjoy them just as much as they enjoy you. Even though it is an inanimate thing, it is something that has an enjoyable feature to it. You enjoy the output. You enjoy the look. You enjoy the, the practice of making them. You enjoy how it feels when you make a beautiful pair. That is the release you get. That is the endorphins that get released in your body and that, 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 that pump and fuel you to keep doing it and keep trying to be your best at it. When you no longer get that, you need to, you need to quit. You need to give it up. Because now it's going to be a task. And when it's a task, you're not going to want to do it. You're not going to put your best foot forward. So just remember, before you go out making every hobby your job, remember, when it becomes your job, it becomes a task. And when it becomes a task, it is no longer fun. Now, I said all that to say on the reverse of that, if your hobby 
does become a job and it becomes a job that you love, that you absolutely love, don't sell yourself short by not buying or getting the best out of it. Invest in yourself. Nobody, I shouldn't say nobody, very few people will want you to succeed more than you want yourself to succeed. If you do not have a true desire to succeed, chances are you will fail. You have to want to succeed more than you want air. They they often tell you the parable of the drowning man, and he said he comes up for air, and the guy says, you know, how bad do you want to breathe? And the guy says, I want to breathe really bad. I want to breathe. I don't want to die. That's how bad you got to want to push for success. That can be true. That is true. You have to want it, man, because the only way you will get it and thrive at it is because you are putting in the effort. A lot of times we can be complacent when we get to a place and see that there's comfortability in it. Oh, I sell X amount of things. Oh, so I'm good. I don't need to sell nothing else. I'm, I'm Gucci where I'm at. No. I've been doing it with this cheap little thing, and, and it's been working fine. Okay, that's cool. But that little thing can only print or push out two earrings at a time or two shirts at a time. Why not upgrade? Spend a little bit of money on yourself. Stop being cheap. Stop selling yourself short and get the machine that helps you do five at a time or six at a time. That is what the game is about. That's the business. You are not supposed to be in that business and never grow. It's like I used to say about uh, trap boys. If you're a trap boy... And you started, let's say when you was 14, and you 25, and you still on the corner, you still ain't got a car, you still ain't done nothing successful, stop wasting your life and go do something else. Go become a plumber or something, because trapping ain't doing it for you. It's people that's making tons of money, don't get me wrong, and I'm not, I'm not advocating to go be a trap boy, but I'm saying, if you're going to put the time into it, invest in yourself. Buy some property. Do something that's going to get you out of out of the game. That's the ultimate goal, or at least that's what we say. The ultimate goal is to get out of it. So why is it that some people staying stuck on nickels and dimes when you should be done moved well, well, well beyond that, and you should be actually making good money for yourself and getting out of that business because that is a destructive business. And we all know that game is cutthroat. Let's not even put ourselves in that predicament, but that was just my example. It was a terrible one, but it was a truthful one. And, and I'm not going to erase it because that was a truth. That's the truth. The truth is the truth. You know, if you're a, if you're a, you're, you're, you're practicing anything and you haven't gained, I tell you all the time, if you're not moving forward, then you're moving backwards. Time progresses. So if you don't progress with the time, you will get left behind. You keep doing them old things that you thought worked and that did one at a time. Meanwhile, someone else is doing five at a time, 10 at a time, 20 at a time. And it's, it's about keeping the flow and keeping the consistency and the quality you know, don't 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 break yourself trying to do better, but invest in yourself so that you can have comfortability, comfortability in what you're doing. Like I said, many times we are afraid to invest in ourselves because we don't want to lose our money. So what if you lose your money? You will learn something that's more valuable than money. Anytime I've ever lost, I've learned something more valuable than money. Even when I give people deals on grass cuttings or on shirts or on 
or on anything. There's so much I have learned in taking a loss on something. Sometimes you can take a loss in one area and get blessed in another because you did it because God told you to. Yes, because you were willing to obey. It says obedience is better than sacrifice. So because you obeyed him here, he will reward you here. I mean, it's just a simple facts. You know, if you if you do what you told, greater things will happen. But anyway, why is it that we doubt ourselves and we lack the mindset to invest in ourselves? If you're not willing to invest in you everything you have, what makes you think someone else is going to want to invest in you? I mean, honestly, what is going to make someone say, let me invest in this person that don't believe in yourself? The, the Bible says you got to have faith as a mustard seed. And a lot of people think that means, oh, I just need a little bit of it. No, you need, it's the strength of the mustard seed, not necessarily the size of it. You have to have the faith that you can do it. You got to have that, that, that faith that you can do anything that you set your mind out to do. You got to believe in it before you even try it. You got to believe in that you can do a thing before you can even fathom how you're going to do it. You just got to believe it will get done because you're doing it. You got to trust in you more than anyone else. I tell anybody right now, my wife, my wife, my wife is my biggest supporter. She probably wants me to succeed more than I do at times. I can actually say that about people. I got another person, my, my dude, Adam, one of my biggest supporters. He pushes me even when I say I'm, I'm, I'm through. My wife pushes me. I say, I don't want to do this. This is stupid. Keep going. You can't quit. I won't let you quit. You need people in your corner who's going to push you when you have decided you don't want to be pushed. You need people in your corner who's going to tell you the truth, even though you won't like it. You need people to pull you when they're moving along. They need to pull you with them because sometimes you're going to want to stop. You're going to want to sit there for a second. And you don't have time to sit there because that means you're progressively falling backwards. You can't do it. It's just not a good idea. So what we must do is find on, find and hold on to people who pull us forward. We have to find progressing people. You know, I often wonder how people say, you know, get around people who are doing this so that you can be that too because, you know, your top five friends kind of project on where you're going to go. Well, it's like, how do you get around these people? How would I get around a Bill Gates? And I was thinking on this. I said, how do you get around Bill Gates or, or Elon Musk or, or, or Tesla or, or any of these people that have millions of dollars? Heck, I ain't even talking about the, the world famous ones. How do I get around the millionaires of Akron? Like, how do I get into this circle? I have yet to come up with a solution to this problem. Maybe y'all can help me because I don't know. I want my top five friends to be millionaires so that they, I don't want you to, uh, uh, to pull me along in the sense that you do everything for me. I just want you to show me a couple things. I don't want to use your money. I want to use my money so that I can become uh, uh, more adequate to the circle so that the person behind me that I'm pulling sees how I'm going through and what I'm doing. And they say, Hey, I'm following that. Now I'm top five to them. I have my top five to me and whoever their top five is, everyone is connected. You have created a chain of networks and we will all perpetually be great. 
You cannot reach greatness if you fail to try. If you stay mediocre at anything you do, you will never reach your great. It is impossible. You have to level up. The Bible has levels. Heck, heaven has levels. Yes, heaven, you know, the great beyond has levels. Hell has levels. So what makes you think life don't have levels? You know, there's levels to this. It ain't just you walk into something and it's cool. If you stay at the same level for years and years, there is a reason that growth has not happened. That's like when some preachers or pastors get churches and stuff and God didn't tell them to. And all they got is six members. And they can't figure out why their church ain't getting bigger. Hello. God didn't tell you to do it. You jumped out there on your own. When God tells you to do it, that church will fill up. No matter if you're a big-time preacher in Texas or a little-time dude in Akron, Ohio, they will get to know you. I believe that God is going to make... Listen, I ain't even going to go into that because that's my word. That ain't for y'all. But listen, I had to learn it. I'm telling y'all so y'all can learn it. Invest in yourself. Don't be afraid to lose money on you. I done bought equipment. I done did that. Even from what we're listening to right now, what you hear me talking on, I had to go out and buy this with my own money. And no, it was not $100. I wish it was $100. I would have probably really been happy about buying it. I actually bought this begrudgingly. I was like, oh, no, I don't want to spend that kind of money on this equipment. But you want people to hear what you got to say, right? You want it to sound a certain kind of way, right? Minus my wife making all this noise in the background. But you want it to be a good a good sound, a good fit, right? So all that, you you got to pay for that. And the more I'm learning, and the more I'm learning and growing, I'm hoping to get better and do more. You know, uh, I've been wanting to do some live podcasts and see what that'd be like. I want to do... Uh, some more businesses it's a running joke between some friends that know us and they're like man what business don't you guys have because we have businesses we we have multi we have what is the word you we have multi businesses is that even a word i don't think that's even a word we we have a vast majority no that's not even a word anyway we got a lot that's the best way to put it. It's just not what you're looking for. It ain't what I'm looking for, yeah. But we got a lot. We have a conglomerate of businesses. It's just a lot. We do everything from the beginning to the end. And listen, it's only because we are not afraid to step out there. And I wasn't like that originally. My wife actually pushed me in that, in that I kind of came out of my shell with her. Like, I had so much stuff I was doing, but I was only doing it on a low scale. And I wasn't trying to really promote it and push it. But my wife, being that she is who she is, she's going to push that stuff. Like, if, if this the business, I'm more so the person that's going to do the work and, and grind and grit and go get it. And I... She knows I'm not a tech-savvy person, so she does the technical aspect of a lot of it, except for, like, some of the graphic design flyers and stuff like that. I've actually learned to do a lot of those, and I'm getting better and better. Listen, I'm getting better and better with time, baby. I'm getting better and better. So I'm learning to do that. I'm trying to get on these social media outlets a little more. I really suck at it, though, because I hate them. I hate to put stuff on social media. I really do because I feel like it's just too much. I used to put my mullet over thoughts on there. And then I realized this morning, like, man, I haven't done a thought in forever. 
but you know how they do the little memory things. And I, I read one. I was like, yeah, man, that's that's smart. Who wrote that? And I was like, oh, I did. And I was like, yeah, that's deep. I remember I got deep. And I, I, I share them. So instead of doing them, I'll be sharing them. You want to hear a Marlon Over Thought, tune in to the Marlon Over podcast, and you'll hear plenty of them. But anyway, I said all that to say, man, invest in yourself. Dream big for yourself. Don't let your biggest supporter out-support you. No matter what, drive yourself forward. If you believe that God has really given you something, opened a door, or created a path for you, take the chance and walk in it. Remember Peter when he was walking on the water? Before he could walk on the water, God had to create a path. And the path was, he said, if that be you, bid me to come. In other words, if that's you, give me a path. And what did God say? Or Jesus say, rather? He said, come on out. Come on out here. Let me show you something. And when he got to walking, he did it. But what happened? He didn't believe in himself. He failed himself when he was walking on the water. And that's how he began to sink. That's why then Jesus goes and says, Oh, ye of little faith. Not necessarily faith in Jesus. Faith in that you're doing what you're doing. Yes, I am the one who gave you the ability, but you're the one who's doing it. Stop limiting yourself if I already gave it to you. If I already told you to walk on water, why are you hesitant? Why are you thinking and second guessing it? I told you to walk on water and I am the great I am. You see me do it. Why can't you? That's even motivation for this. If when you say something to the effects of if they can do it, that means I can do it. That is perpetual cycle of success. There should be nothing that someone else can do that you can't do. That's not Mr. Me Too. That's leveling up. If they made a billion, I can do that. I can strive. I can work. I can put in the work. Mr. Me Too is all right. I'm going to do that tomorrow. I can do it 10 times better than they did. You're not saying you can do it better than them. You're just simply saying that I can do it. And when you do, you pull somebody else with you. That's how it is. That's how you create generational wealth, generational success, and a lifelong, excuse me, and lifelong blessings. Anyway, that's my time. This is the Marlet Over Podcast. Questions, comments, concerns, reach out to me, marletoverpodcast at gmail.com. Hey, I'm here. I'm uh, Michael Mall on Facebook. Reach out to me. Let's talk about something. You got something you want me to talk about, an, an idea or a thought that you want me to address? Hey, you give it to me, I promise you, I'll address it within the next episode or two. And we're going to get to the bottom of whatever it is. We're going to maul it over. So anyway, that's my time. Until next time. Peace.